Welcome, dear readers, to Cover My Ass, where baffling books are reviewed but not read by yours truly. My name is Kaki. And I'm Kay. And remember, we only get to book by cover. Kaki? Kaki! Kaki! Here I am. Ha-ha! <laughs> Look out below! Whoa. Yeah, I told you I was getting good at repelling. Whoa. Wow, was you... Oh, <laughs> I did not see you up there. No, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a stealthy skywalker. I've got my uh, camouflage made out of half-burned... Okay, I should have used the ceiling tiles. So I am all recovered from the, the book plague that I'm... Oh, uh, uh, yeah, you get used to it after a while. Oh, I thought you were going to say it's like malaria, that you just take a shot every now and again, because I have concocted rather a cool remedy that seems oh, no, to be do doing tell. the trick. Well, you told me to stay away from the red ink, and yeah. as I was suffering from the paper delirium, I sort of became colorblind for a little while. Oh. I woke up, and I was just, uh, my face was covered in, in red ink. Uh -huh. I felt amazing. That cinnamon flavor, mm, delicious. We call it fireball around here, but... That's, that's all going great. I do wonder, um, I bequeath to you uh, several things like my book teepee, which as a, yes. uh, uh, as a Skywalker I no longer need because I'm comfortably traversing the ladders ah, over the tops you, of the... You've gone hammock, I see. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't need any of that. That's for, the, that's for the below people, the grounders, as we like to call them. I could use my harpoon back, though. Oh, okay. Uh, I think I have it here in my pocket. Here, let me... Uh, ah, here we the, go. Okay, okay, the ballpoint pen, thank you. But where's yes. the stick? Oh. That was an essential part of my harpoon. The stick. Ooh. Oh, oh, wait, hold on. I wanted to discuss something with you about the about the book teepee. I yes. want to turn it into a bit of a uh, a welcome center for visitors. I want to use it mostly as a, a, a as bait to try and trap the should have written that down uh, to try and trap the Velibra raptor. Mm. Now this is uh, wait are they back? Uh, presumably so because I found several dead uh, 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 bookworms with the lead cores uh, torn out. Uh, and, and this may just be the red ink speaking that's given me a, a great sense of hubris, but I want to hunt me of a liber raptor. Um, I could see that you're fully on board with this. Me so with that, I'll get the glue traps ready because it's going to be a bit of a pain without... So you've done this before? Well, they pop up every once in a while and you really have to crack down on them hard because they, yeah, they make yeah, a mess of the filing system. Pulling books out willy-nilly... And that would not be so bad if they just pulled them out and let them drop, but they put them back in the wrong place, and that really not really <laughs> A worthy so, foe for yes. my newly emboldened, aggressive stuff. I'll give the infrared scope a polish. A hunting the, we shall go. Get the glue traps, and then... I've made my home here over the past yes. uh, three months. I still don't understand why you're not using the guest quarters. Marked my territory. The what? The did guest you? quarters. Wait, what did you say? Off aisle 12. No, it's, it's not ringing any bells. <laughs> But yes, I've, I've, I've marked my territory here. I'm just... Yes, I've noticed. Ooh, I don't know, this red ink, it's really doing it for me. Oh, right. That's probably not going to be a problem. So uh, this week, while I've been uh, uh, recuperating, yes. you, uh, you recommended a book for us yes, to Yes, I left read. it out for you to read. Yes. And it's a complete novel, not just that, because it says that on the yeah, cover. Yeah, I really want you to know that it is, it is complete. And by the way, for the readers at home, uh, if you look on your podcasting device right now, you should, should be seeing the cover of today's book. And if not, you can check the show notes for the link. So we are reviewing a book by Gordon R. Dixon, Time to Teleport. That's it. Time to Teleport. What we're seeing is our chief hero, uh, Davy Johansson. Uh, okay, yeah. He's uh, reaching up and looking at one of the uh, teleportals. Because it's it's set in what seems to be some kind of underwater dome with oh, yes. bits of technology and Absolutely. lounge chairs. Yes. 
Well, the technology, I suppose, is the teleportation machine. There's the beer chest set on the table. The <laughs> beer booze, the chest. Well, yeah, set. the beer yes, chest. That's, that's right. That's right. That's right. And it turns into booze chest later if it's like for the advanced. Matches. That's the high stakes version. Yeah, yes, because for every piece you take for, of your opponent, you have to also drink, drink. it. Yeah. So yeah. It's, so it's a, kind of like a self leveling uh, yeah, kind of thing. A, very clever the game. are like small shots of beer, but like the, the queen is a, a large She's big a, shot of hard yeah. liquor. It's <laughs> like you lose your, you take She's your opponent's a straight queen. whiskey sour. Yeah, you take your opponent's <laughs> queen, you're going to be feeling it. This is such a good game. We should definitely play this game, though. <laughs> okay. Our, our heroine up there in the uh, in the portal, yeah, uh, Pamela. Pamela. She's a bit of all right, isn't she? She is a classic looker. She's got the yeah. blonde, curly hair, the big red lips, and uh, sort of smoky eyes. And uh, yes, um, and although to be honest, I think that uh, Davy's expression is more one of anguish than it is of longing. No, what have you done to me? <laughs> rather than please no. let me be in your presence. No, but this is because of the uh, uh, probably because of the extremely low oxygen environment that, yes. that he finds himself in under under the sea like that. That he is really upset that he's being abandoned by Pamela. But right. you just can't get very upset when you're in, when you're when you're bordering on anoxia. So he's like, no, Pamela, don't go. Uh, and I think the other oh, guy, no, I, just I, reaching up but unable to bring himself to stand up. And I think well, I think the other guy there that must be George. I, th I suppose George he's just like he's just laying. Is that what your notes say? He's just laying back there. No, he's been winning the chess game because the way he's lying back in that chair, he is completely <laughs> for schnickled at this point. He's been doing very well at the chess, yeah. and he's just like, I can't be bothered. This is such a good game. Okay, we have to play this. But um, you called him George, but I think you're mistaken since oh. you don't appear to have any notes to back that up. So I think his name. You're probably referring to Zoltan. Zoltan, oh, of course, yes. George Maybe is the other. George is the uh, teleporting luddite. That we oh, oh, is occur, that occur later in the book? That's right. Yes, that must be the George that you're thinking of. Because this takes place. They can hear this, you know. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> You've even put arrows on the notes. So this takes place during the science experiment. Yes. The experiment is like, how long can we play beer chess for? <laughs> I don't know why I wrote that on two separate notes. It seems so strange. But yes, during the science experiment where um, Pamela mm. commits her betrayal. Oh. Yes, yes. She's encouraged them to, uh, uh, to take their beer chess up to Boo's chest, mm -hmm. uh, Davy and, uh, 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 and Zoltan. Right. And once they're both for schnickled, she decides, like, I'm going to get she off. She decides, time to teleport. teleport. And she's going to jump through the portal and disappears. Yeah. Leaving. Because uh, they don't know where she is. And, well, we, and we go back and forth between uh, Zoltan uh, and Davy. In meanwhile, following uh, Pamela's, uh, Pamela's adventures, as he actually tries to make use of this teleporting technology mm -hmm. to lead a more interesting life than she did as, a, as an assistant to uh, these Maybe. two alcoholics. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. The first scene that I really enjoyed was when she goes on that date with the, with the pianist. I liked her sexually liberated attitude because she herself was trained as a scientist. Mm -hmm. um, but once she became disillusioned uh, 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 enough that she wanted to make use of this technology and go on an adventure, like... Her idea of adventure is still fairly like down to earth. There was this pianist that she that right. she used to it date. Seems, yeah, it seems to be like this thirties uh, thing about a woman going out and 
finding that she actually has agency and that she can like yeah. move around and do things and she's not dependent on either her father or her husband to uh, for approval of this yeah so it's, it's it's a very liberating thing i suppose uh, especially she was the uh, time this book came out yeah it was uh, i think it's very empowering uh, and I like that about it, about yeah. her and, 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 and the pianist. Do you remember his name? Oh, no. Remind me. Oh, then it was probably Michelle. While um, Pamela and Michelle are out enjoying the good life, this leaves... At a, at a fancy restaurant. Ooh. God, I've got well, so many notes today. Yes. Do you, a, do you remember the cuisine that they serve at that fancy restaurant? Wasn't it pufferfish uh, sushi? Oh yes, kind of a kind of a link to our uh, crab adventure last oh, week. Oh, it was a bit of that, like. But yes, as you say, then they cut back to cut back to uh, Davy and Zoltan, who are left to deal with uh, the, the teleporting machine powered by the fish soul extract, which is <laughs> it leaves them uh, being hunt, haunted, haunted even by the fish right <laughs> yes. movement, who are the, vehemently yes. pro protesting the fact that these uh, this teleportation technology is being rolled out on a large scale. Uh, yes, because it, it, it does require a lot of dead fish. Right. It requires, Which, like... It, this explains the underwater teleportation base, because it kind of like just like sucks fish in. It lures them in with, like, feeding them regular. And this elemental, almost animistic uh, uh, approach to physics, where water is the universal conductor and fish are suffused water by concentrators. it. Yes, exactly. It is, it is, it is. They concentrate the mental water waves. Speaking about last week's episode, I really enjoyed the fact Oh, we're doing continuity now. Well, By the way, last week's episode was crabs, the human sacrifice. That's the one. Okay. But I really enjoyed the fact that uh, it was actually suggested to us by one of our listeners yeah, after we recorded the episode. Was crazy. <laughs> Somewhere in the one of our readers at home indeed sent us that cover as a suggestion and I was like, what the fuck? We have just recorded that. I thought it was just me and all the red ink that I've been snorting. Snorting the red ink is maybe not the best thing. It's best intravenously. Oh, but then you uh, dissolve in some crushed up moon rock because I've still got a few little bumps no, left no, over. Moon rock is for back in episode one. The, if the we're doing rock is for anyway. sniffing. Moon rock the, is for sniffing. The red okay. ink is for injecting. And then the uh, bookworm like livers. They're good for like like chewing. Uh, bookworm livers are just great if you just like fry them up in a pan with a bit of oil and onions. And some of the leftover mirin from the... Uh, yeah, well, the yeah. mirin goes with everything. But hey, maybe once I hunt myself down some Velibra raptors, I'm uh, going to have a, oh. a more expansive uh, kitchen. It's like halfway between firm fish meat and chicken. Interesting. It's well, I like a firm fish, which uh, Pamela does apparently not. She's entirely sick and well, tired. Well, otherwise she wouldn't be with Michael, wouldn't she? Being, uh, yeah, uh, Michelle, Michelle, Michelle yeah, sorry, well, Michelle you know, Michael, that doesn't yeah, last I, very no. long. I mean, I, I like that this is her, her attitude. She goes on this adventure, but she left out of dissatisfaction, uh -huh. and I think that's actually quite a good uh, uh, life lesson. Dissatisfaction is what she takes with her. Like, ah, yes. as soon as she uh, recognizes that wherever she is is not to her liking, she decides, well, time to teleport, and right. nopes out of the situation again. And just abandons Absolutely. it for the, for the next thing. Well, I mean, and, but that's, I think that's the, the theme of the book where we're hitting on uh, at this point. It's like, you know, you can't, you can't heal in an environment that made you sick. And it turns out that the thing in that environment is her. Oh, her approach harsh. to the No, it's always yeah. her approach to the situation, which makes her decide that, like, time to nope out again. <laughs> She's not willing to give things a chance. That too. Yeah. Uh, if it's not perfect well, right away then mm. it's so there's one instance that uh, that happens fairly early on after this uh, where she shows that she does give uh, a situation a second chance she goes back to her uh, studies to be a physicist mm -hmm. um, 
trying to uh, explore this uh, teleportation technology that she's, well, absconded with. She has the controller that allows her to do the teleportation. Oh yes, the installation uh, is in the underwater uh, exactly. uh, place, we, but time we, and space don't matter when well, you're teleporting. Yeah, exactly, it's leaving Dave and Zoltan to deal with the, the yeah. technical fallout, so they kind of like have to deal with her occasionally putting a massive drain on the system uh, whenever she does another teleport out of wherever she, she is. She decides that it's time to teleport. Yeah. And they're having to work on keeping the system charged. And it's, it's a fish massacre. It's yeah, like, it's, like, it's, it's atrocious. Yeah, it's the trawlers are like pumping circling the above, full of Yeah, circling above the base and, and trying to like, uh, keep it going. It's going in the sharks that you see on the cover as well, just because well, there's, there's so yeah, much there's, uh, chum. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're, 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 they're after I mean, Sharks are it. loving it. I mean, they don't care if the soul of the fish has already been sucked out and still good eaten. But of course, Pamela's on a mission to figure out a way to do this without requiring all these fish souls. Right, because George and his uh, teleport uh, Luddites, like they're, they're, uh, they're yes, pro massively I'd protesting the whole... Forgotten about George and the teleport Luddites, because that was <laughs> her lab partner, yeah. uh, George, was, was, was introduced, someone with whom she accomplished great success, that I wrote on the same notes that you know that the lab yes. partner and the, and the great success, but like she thought that he was jealous, fuck I've got a lot of notes, but I'm reusing an earlier note, it was actually a betrayal because George was part of the uh, uh, teleport Luddites. Well, I mean, his drive is what attack attracted her to him, and then it, it was only later when she finds out that it's his passion against fish slaughter. She's pretty vindictive about this, about this part. Yes. Like, George thinks that he's setting her up to fail in a rather public demonstration of the of the experiment, mm. and he's calling for her to flip the switch, and he's challenging her like, "This is going do to it, fail." Do it, do it, do it. And then she decides it's time to, to teleport, teleport, and she leaves him holding the hot potato. That brings us to her her next scene where she mm. finds herself. She uh, takes employment in wow, this is the first one where we're reusing notes mm. at a at a fancy restaurant yeah. where she is a rather a good sorcier, mm. uh, which is a specialist in uh, the production of sauces. Saucers. Saucers. Am I confusing really pottery with restaurantry? The pen's right there. If you've got fucking notes to support that, <laughs> no, she's at this fancy restaurant where she's a good sauce. I thought you knew about chef stuff. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I thought you knew what a... What a just, okay, I'm so. just being obstinate at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, she's an absolute sorcerer. Yes. Uh. <laughs> Pamela actually finds a measure of a piece. I think it's the same restaurant where she went on the fancy yeah, date. I think it's a different time, though. I think there's a little bit. The, the the book title doesn't allude to it, and it's never really explicitly mentioned. But I think there's a lot of time travel. It is in, in my well. notes down the line. But uh, so, I might have like so that's a spoiler. That that's part. A, nah, you're just you just you're just reticent to give spoilers. Yeah, that'll be it. <laughs> Can't have proper place travel without time travel or the other because, way around. Yeah, yeah, to physics it's all the same. Yes, that's true. And you know, it's like if you teleport, then like the Earth will have moved in the meantime or something like that. Uh, that's a that's a very good yeah, point. That's, uh, so you have to well, that's why that. the uh, the launch platform is is under the sea. Like that's maintaining a a, a point of reference. Um, the seas are a very stable point of reference. Yes, right. It's like the the the, wa the water neutralizes the chronotechnical waves and uh, keeps them balanced out and more more for just a, uh, keep going for a for yeah. a stable environment in which yeah. the uh, there's so much more to go. I believe uh, in UK. You can do this. <laughs> Chromatograph. Waves are yeah. going into the biased polarization caused by the diachromatic nature oh of the God, water you're, molecules. You're doing so fucking high five, mate! <laughs> <laughs> the 
Yeah, what do you think about her reasons for time to teleportling out of her successful career? I can't blame her for this one, honestly. Things were going great. She was enjoying the simple life. Her experience with uh, physics and chemistry made her an excellent sorcier. Yeah. She was appreciated by her peers. She was she enjoying her work. never had a sauce split on her. Until the owner brought in a celebrity chef to shake things up. The, the Gordon Ramsay type. Yeah. The, uh, the abusive, high energy. Yeah, chef. He openly mocked our Pamela. He did the thing where he put the two loaves of bread against her ears and asked, what are you? I'm an idiot sandwich. Chef. Yes. And so she decided that it was. Time to teleport. So, like, I would have done the same in this one. Uh, would you have stuck around if someone put two slices of bread to your ears? And well, it depends. If it, is it the English kitchen nightmares or the American kitchen nightmares, uh, Gordon Ramsay? Because well, the English kitchen nightmares, yes, totally. The American kitchen nightmares, not so much. Because if it was the English uh, kitchen nightmares, Gordon Ramsay, and he put the loaves against your head, what he really wanted was a little kiss. I right? would have said, like, I'm an idiot butty, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you'd have, a, you'd have a nice wee laugh, and then you'd uh, go back to, 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 to yes. making some good food. It's like the English, the English Gordon Ramsay, he was like, okay, and he, he really wants to help these people. And whenever yeah, it doesn't work, it's because they're, like, fat, being obnoxious about it. And the American one is just like, Ah, uh, we need more shouting and cursing. Yeah. And, and the editing excellent. is just like atrocious. And the Americans are like, we are going to show you this. We are now showing you this. Next, we we're going to show you that. We just showed you that thing. It's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, God, it's so irritating. It's like 10 minutes of material and they like edit it out to a half an hour. It's yeah, that's a, that's a terrible... That's an idiot sandwich thing to do. That's an right idiot there. sandwich thing to do because what you should do instead is record an hour fucking or so. 52 minutes and, and then just reduce it to however long this episode has well, then, been I thus mean, far. I mean, that's do you remember when she teleported into 16th century England and was immediately involved in a witch trial? Now, of course, it's like the latter half of the book. For me, it had the effect, like between, between this and uh, uh, the Gordon Ramsay style scenario, mm -hmm. I'm totally on board with her, uh, as you've said, noping out of these, yes. of, uh, of these situations. Well, she's clearly dealing with her whole fish fingers episode at the point of the witch trials. Uh, which is like, you know, what... what, what fish what, fingers episode, you say? Well, yes, it's like from the restaurant, you know? It's like it's the, the uh -huh. whole scene that uh, prompted the uh, idiot sandwich thing. It's like when she oh. like, clearly misunderstood what fish fingers means and it's not flounder gloves. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Of course, in 16th she century, was... a woman showing up with flounders on her fingers <laughs> is really not a good thing to be doing. I'm amazed that Mr. Dixon managed to stretch that scene out so very long because it was really an open and shut case. It was. She came there as, as obviously a reverse mermaid. Nevertheless, at this point, I'm on board with Pamela's philosophy of, oh, what was it? There's a, there's a beautiful story of the Quran that I like mm. where um, there's these, oh, what was the story? They were they were persecuted in their country, but they, 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 they uh, for being Muslim, stayed with their uh, their faith until finally they were they were tried and killed uh, and they showed up in, uh, uh, in heaven. Where they where they expected to be uh, taken in as martyrs because yeah. we we stood our ground and we yeah. kept our faith and the angel asks him well hold on was the world not big enough uh. her next uh, uh, time travel trip takes her to the French Revolution mm. where she be whoops no that was a note for later on but now I've done it where she's now a jewel thief I originally yeah. wrote that down in a different order but oh, that's I fine. must have misinterpreted I mean it's a good career for her this is where the, the teleportation narrative breaks down a little bit because she starts yes. like using her like 
teleportation thing to pop in and out of uh, the various places that she's wanting to uh, make her scores in. Of course, this is also when the uh, teleportation system starts becoming unreliable. Yeah. Comical situations of her showing up in the wrong place at the wrong time. Oops. Yes. I won't spoil those for our uh, read. Well, we're still planning on reading this book. Uh, yes, that's right, because we've always cared a lot about spoilers. The one thing that we really, that we consider very important is if you ever read Time to Teleport, that you're... That you're, you're, that you're not going to feel like we spoiled the book for you. No, you're gonna, we're going to preserve the surprise. So yes. even when we talk about the ending, which I think is, a, is about time, after she's, uh, as you mentioned, the, uh, the teleportation uh, technology that she's been overusing, mm. uh, utterly depleting the, the population of fish well, in, right, in yeah. whichever century this takes place. It's going to run out. Until she believes that she's entirely stuck. But she's in the Bastille and she's looking at the guillotine and it's just like... And she's finally contemplating the, the value of sticking with, with the situation and seeing it through to the end. Right. Because as she's rotting sticking in with, the... Sticking with her choices, making, like, facing up to the consequences. But now that she's in the, in the Bastille, as you say, she thinks back on all these previous scenarios, the date that she went on with the pianist and even the teleport Luddite George that was her, her betraying partner. Like, all of those situations were ones that she could have turned to greater advantage than where she finds herself now when she's finally run out of options. And it's yes. at that point that she's whisked away, despite the fact that we've seen the, 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 the teleportation technology crumble uh, in the absence of fish in whatever century. Davy Johansson, how did you say that name again? Uh, Johansson. Johansson. Is he like Finnish or something? Finnish. Fuck you, Ken. <laughs> Don't you speak little Finnish? Which is? I don't speak any Finnish. Oh, well, Yanigovri Oparuski. Which is when she's whisked away by an older teleporter. Do you, mm. Oh, no, you don't have the, uh, the names written down. Oh, Pauline, down. yes. Oh, that's right. That's Pauline, who... Ooh, I still suspect is actually an older version of Pamela herself. I had the same thing. Yeah, I had I the think same that's thing. A, there's, yeah. there's too many similarities. But she embraces young Pamela, and she tries to teach them the, what she's been contemplating, the value of continuity and over a meal of sushi, mostly sashimi. Yeah, well, there's plenty of fish there. She tries to remind Pamela of the of the lessons that, that Pamela has been learning that you kind of have to yeah. stick I think with it, the I think it is. I think it Pauline is Pamela because she just kind of like hammers home the points and like... She knows it, so much it, about it, Pamela's adventures. Yeah, and it turns into a bit of a moral lesson, which I think is a bit... Tiresome and, and, and lecturing. Yeah, lecturing, that's yeah. the word. Like, it's almost like the author is trying to ram home the, their moral point right at the end of the book if it wasn't clear enough already. Which is why I kind of liked that, that Pamela even gave almost a middle finger to the writer when she embraced Pauline in a tearful embrace and then and then casually sort of unlocked the high-tech necklace that Pauline was, was wearing mm. and, and whispered into her ear time to, time to teleport and vanished yes. and that's the end of the book and yes. I think that's such a great fucking ending to the book yeah, like absolutely. fuck your lesson like, I'm just going to teleport some more and I'm out of here <laughs> yeah. if you think it's so important to stick and deal with the consequence of your of your actions deal with it you go yes. and deal with it and because for me it's time to teleport. teleport i was in i was i was riveted throughout and i that that ending i it am is. i am on team pamela yep. i feel so bad for pauline i don't know how that particular time paradox is going to resolve itself no, i like to think that she's still hopping through time and space just noping out of anything that yeah, yeah it's like it's too hard to live with it's like time to teleport, time to teleport and that's going to be my philosophy now as well now i don't have teleporting capability no. but as you saw when i came in earlier i can uh, uh, zip line and, 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 and i was going to say you're uh, repel pretty here. well 
I'm kind of concerned about the hooks that you're screwing into my hardwood bookcases, but other than that... Hey, they can handle it. Like, they're, well, yeah, they're pretty sturdy, and I'm using the counterweights. still making holes in them. I'm also decreasing the bookworm population, so the, no, the total number of holes that you have to deal with is probably lower in if you balance it out. So how are we going to rate this book? What's a I'm good going to give this book two fish out of five loaves. Oh, that's really good. That's a but what kind of number is that? Because we always close with a, we have to figure out two fish out of five loaves. For a show that's been so much about continuity, I mean, we started out with, a, with an opener that was probably incomprehensible to new listeners. We've actually been referring to previous episodes. The whole, the whole story has been about rejecting continuity, and now you're breaking with our tradition, not even waiting for us to argue about what kind of number we're going... We are entering a new future here. Episode 12 is where everything changes. Wait, the new frontier. Yeah. Time to teleport out of here. Now that we're leaving the past behind us, uh, for the readers at home, we'd love to hear what you thought uh, so far, whether you listened to anything uh, before this or whether this is your first time. So please drop us a line sometime. We're Cover My Asscast on Twitter and Gmail and, uh, uh, and Facebook, if that's your thing. Uh, or even better, leave us a nice review on iTunes or wherever because we really do appreciate your help. Now, Kay, what do you have in store for us next time? Okay, next time we're reviewing the timeless classic by Eugene Trivizas. Can't say I've heard of this uh, person before. No, the book's called The Three Little Wolves and the Big Bad Pig. Oh, 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 I am into... Uh, is that a real one? Of course it is. Oh, my God. Well, maybe we'll actually do that one this time. I mean, we're living on the edge. We're changing things up. So that about covers it uh, for this week. Thank you for joining us at Cover My Ass, where back in the I'll review the book read by yours, Pooh. My name's Kaki. Okay, and remember, we only judge a book by its cover. Help me.